Welcome to the Yeah We Know podcast, part of the More You Know's podcasting network. You're in there with Jimmy, Rod, and Chris. We have so much to talk about right now, but for those of you watching and listening for the first time, we're the Yeah We Know podcast. We talk about the WWE. We talk about professional wrestling. Yeah, we know. We get it, okay? We're in our basements. Yeah, we know. We get that. It's scripted. Yeah, we know. We get that. Also, we don't take this that seriously. We might seem to think we're taking it seriously, but yeah, we know. It's for fun. It's for entertainment. And that's where you come in as well. All of our viewers, please throw something in the chat. Ask some questions. Give us a hard time. Whatever you would like to do, we would love to hear it. Uh, Rod, you're someone who loves to interact with our fans, correct? Absolutely. As long as they completely agree with me and do not disagree with my wonderful takes. Chris, you don't like talking to anybody. I'm surprised we got you on this podcast. Yeah, and when I do talk to them, I want to argue. And that's what we're going to do today. So we have a bunch of stories that I'm going to throw out to these guys. Now, why am I throwing this out? Well, number one, I'm the host. I've been a wrestling fan since WrestleMania 3, 1987. It was an amazing event. My first pay-per-view I ever watched on closed circuit tv or whatever that was back then and ever since then i've been uh, i've been into the professional wrestling realm uh rod was back in the attitude era he really enjoyed it kind of jumped off like every other bandwagon person but he then jumped right back on and chris why are you on the show again i just got back on and you invited me because you are an excellent host yeah, so Chris gives the brand new perspective of someone who hasn't really seen anything and doesn't know all the backstory. So here are my top stories, and we're going to talk to these guys to see how it resonates with them. Number one, big story. Everyone's talking about it. He's back. Pete Dunn made his return <laughs> to SmackDown Live. Pete Dunn is back. Butch threw him out. Pete Dunn is back. He's got his name. He's got his hair. He's got his gimmick. He's got his music. Does Pete Dunn, Rod, do anything for you? And remember, I have the mute button. You do have the mute button. I must admit, I thought that this was a foolhardy errand on your part when you first started upon this journey well over a year ago. Actually, basically the first time we saw Butch <laughs> pop up in WWE, time. you said that he should just go by his original name, Pete Dunn, and that we should all respect the majesty the majesty that is Pete Dunn as a professional wrestler. And I knew he was coming back when we heard that the identity crisis bomb dropped by Michael Cole during a match. I just wondered how they were going to do it. And I don't know. I could have used a little more fanfare, Jim. You know me. I'm for the pomp. I'm for the circumstance. I like the entertainment value. I don't necessarily care about the hardcore in and outs in the ring as much as our guy Chris does. So I could have used a little more pomp and circumstance, but I was certainly excited for you. Chris, do you think you needed a little bit more background information on Pete Dunn coming back? Yeah, I have no idea who Pete Dunn is. I know that you wanted Pete Dunn, yes. but I have no idea who Pete Dunn is. I only okay. know this guy as Butch, as part of so, the Brawling Brutes, so this is all new. So I think it was interesting to see uh, Pete Dunn talk about the name Butch. Uh, he said that for the first time ever, little kids came up to him and said, hey, you're my favorite wrestler as Butch instead of as Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn is a um, is basically a badass. He uh, fights as hard as you possibly can. He does some terrific moves in the ring. Um, he needed to get a little bit more of that uh, personality out, and he did with Butch a lot, and I think you're going to see that more in the tag team he's in now. Uh, but he had some amazing matches against Walter Gunter, if you will, 
uh, Chris, back in uh, back in the day. But you are going to see some really good things. I'm not going to lie, Rod, Chris. I might be, you know, Triple H might be listening to me. DIY back, Pete Dunn back. I ain't getting Walter. That's fine. Gunther's fine. He's doing a good job with that. All right. So we have. Um, so, you know, where do you think that resonates? Is this going to be something that is going to just kind of fall off like other things have, Chris? Or is this something that could build to Pete Dunn actually having some really good uh, feuds in, on the main roster? Um, I think this is better for him than he was when he was part of the Brawling Brutes. I think as part of the Brutes, he wasn't really going anywhere or getting anywhere further than what he was. I think this helps him. Maybe he gets a a, a run at the U.S. title at some point in time. You never know. So, yeah, I see this as better. Rod? See, Rod, Rod is so intense on Pete Dunn that he does not even unmute his mic. And that's the production value you get here on the Yeah We Know podcast. Throw something in the chat, all you viewers out there. Really appreciate it. Any questions, comments? Don't worry. I think we're going to get to another story everyone cares about, too. Don't worry about that. Now, I, I listen, I was on mute because I was about to agree with Chris, which I don't like to do on this podcast very often. But he's absolutely right. This is a huge move for our guy, Pete Dunn. He was basically third banana in the Brawling Brutes. And now he's essentially the leader of this new deal here. But, Jimmy, I have two questions for you that I think okay. will determine the seismic waves that are read on the machine here for the earthquake that is Pete Dunn. All right. How big is the tag team belts going to feel on whatever champion Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate beat to become champs, right? Because right now, I know they're on the judgment day, but they've lost a little bit of luster, right? They kind of just hang on Priest and Balor. They don't seem to make much sense. We got eight different teams all fighting, the two shows. Things are confusing with the tag team belt right now. So just winning those, I don't think automatically elevates him. And how much will his guy, Tyler Bate, the big strong boy resonate, right? Because I love the so, nickname Big Strong Boy. I'm yeah. all in on that, right? So if Pete Dunn turns on Tyler Bate, will Tyler Bate be over enough that it'll mean something for Pete Dunn? Those are two questions I find in my head. So I think Tyler Bate needs to cut his hair again. He looked like a lot more of a badass with a short hair. Uh, he had that when he first came up, but uh, that's beside the point. I think if you get Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate against DIY, in a series when you these people are flying all over the place and just really just putting on technical awesome matches back and forth i think that will help the tag team titles i am a little nervous though um how they do that because we got to get those belts off the judgment day somehow some way sh shape or form and i think when that happens it's going to be more focused on the judgment day losing than whoever wins the titles and that like you said i think that's going to be tough all right let's get to it WWE and Netflix sign a $5 billion 10-year deal. This is huge, and this is just for Monday Night Raw right now. They'll have Raw live on Mondays as of this moment. A couple things about the deal. It has a five-year out or extension clause. That means USA can extend it for another 10 years. So this is really a 15-year deal for the WWE going to 2040. Unless everything falls out, then it's just a five-year deal, which then they would re-up again. Chris, as someone who is still using VCRs, <laughs> how big do you think this is for WWE to team with Netflix for Raw? I mean... 
it's it's where we're going at, right? Everybody has Netflix, right? This is in every household essentially that I'm aware of. Everybody has Netflix. So you are reaching more possible customers than what you can with just a cable network, correct? So how is this not a good deal? Rod, if I say 260 million subscribers to Netflix, is that a good thing for WWE? Absolutely. I mean, but, you know, to to hear WWE give out numbers, I mean, that's what that's basically just like PLEs over the last three years all added together. You know what I mean? So, you know, yeah. the, the WWE, there's huge numbers are attainable as far as they're concerned. So, yeah, sure. OK, 276 million people worldwide. The WWE is a worldwide thing. So I think that that is huge. I think it's going to be much easier for people to get a hold of Netflix or I mean to get a hold of raw in their time, right? Like I think they have to have a DVR right now, or they have to be able to wake up at all weird hours of the night to watch raw. Right. I understand it's still going to let air live here in the United States, but it'll just feel much more normal to these people to wake up the next morning, whenever that time is and bam, fire up Netflix. And the first thing they got is a new raw. So I think that that's going to be huge. I think they'll get a spike. Sure. I mean, the damn show suits got a spike when it hit Netflix. I mean, there's just a, a phenomenon about, People that are on Netflix, it says, hey, watch this, and you click on it because it's easy, and Chris said you're already there. And the biggest win of the podcast so far is that the old man has Netflix. Now, I know he has Peacock because he has my Peacock, and I know he has DirecTV Stream because he has my DirecTV Stream, but I was not aware if he was going to have Netflix. So that's the biggest win of the podcast so far, Jim. He has my Netflix. That's the thing. No. Uh, Raw gets about 1.86 to 2.1 million viewers a week. Having this available throughout the entire world is going to be an amazing shot in the arm, I think. I was nervous about Prime because Prime isn't as prevalent. I was very nervous about Max because it's not as prevalent. But Netflix and WWE, say what you want. Yeah, we know. WWE was the first to market really with their own streaming service. MLB was there, but that was a lot of money up front that they had to get. But WWE came out with the WWE Network, and it was huge. However, it wasn't sustainable, so then they went and they they made a deal with Peacock. They're doing it again. They are showing live sports that this can work. Netflix has done a couple of live specials in the past. They've done well, but this will be something completely different. Um, I love this because WWE also, Rod, has SmackDown on USA to fall back on for the linear audience. So I think that's also good to keep it in both, both spheres. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You got, you still have a presence on what would be considered terrestrial TV. Right. And I believe the Fox network is still have a couple of specials that are going to air. Right. Didn't they even have like some sort of like go away present where they still had a couple of primetime specials that were going to air. So we still have some footing there. Or am I thinking of NBC is going to have I think some you're thinking of NBC. Specials. That was part of the, that was part of the Peacock deal. Now the Peacock deal runs through 2026 still, but after that, that just opens it up for Netflix to take everything. Can you imagine? I worry about that though, Jim. I do. I worry about that because, because the WWE back catalog on Peacock is a feature. It's prominent. It's a thing. You try to bury the 1987 survivor series on Netflix where there's already 15,000 things that bums me out a little bit because a guy in my position where I have all the years that I have blank and even a guy in Chris's position who we throw something out at him here and he needs to go back and watch it. It's easy to dial it up on Peacock right now. And if we lose Peacock as a great housing clearance house for all of that old WWE footage, I'm a little worried about that. 
Well, I think they're going to have something like a Peacock does where it'll be, or even Disney Plus, where at the very top of Netflix, there will be a WWE button and you will hit that button and then that will take you to an updated WWE network because the network itself was fantastic. The Peacock interface isn't as good. Um, It kind of does get lost a little bit. So I'm really excited about that. I'm also excited that this takes over. um, It takes over PLEs in other countries. It takes over the catalog in other countries. So again, this is a global, not just United States. Um, They go from uh, 265 million a year to about 500 million a year. It's not apples to oranges, but still uh, the stock went up. The TKO stock went up a lot today. Very good for TKO. Very good for WWE. I feel Uh, if you're going to go with the stream, let me ask you another question real quick. You're not a Bloomberg guy here. All right. You're not a Bloomberg guy, but if WWE starts being the one that moves TKO stock all the time and starts being the one that makes all the news. You know what I mean? Like, is this going to ultimately affect UFC, right? Are, are people going to start prodding Dana White and UFC being like, hey, guys, you're getting lapped over here by Triple H and the boys. Well, uh, UFC has a nice deal with with ESPN. I think they're very happy with their deal. ESPN is still working on ESPN+. Plus. Um, they do get, though... UFC does get the the pay-per-view revenue for that. That's different. So it's going to be interesting in 2026 when it goes to Netflix. Is that going to be where they do a pay-per-view or is it just going to be like it is now? I have a feeling it's going to go to pay-per-view. A couple of questions I know that were asked, and this is my assumptions. Uh, Netflix does have a commercial-free option. Uh, I don't think you're going to get commercial-free raw, but if you do, it will be just like the PLEs do now where it'll go, hey, we'll be right back, and it goes to Bianca Belair video package instead of a commercial. That's what's going to happen with that. I'd rather have commercials. I'll be honest with you. I'd rather I agree. have commercials. Yeah, I, you as don't somebody who grew that. up with commercials, I don't hate them the way a younger generation does. Give me a good commercial every now and again, a trailer for a movie I might want to see, a product I didn't know about, a new food at a fast food chain. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm all in on that, and I don't need to see, as much as I love Charlotte Flair, I don't need to see the two-minute Charlotte Flair career retrospective for the 14th different time. So yeah, maybe see, Netflix will be better at that. But see, as a new guy, I do want to see some of that. And I don't necessarily need to see the Charlotte Flair recap. I need to see the hey, new hey, Easy, easy now. I we need all need to, to see, see Charlotte Flair things. I need to see wrestlers that they want me to get excited about. Guys that they're trying to push that are on a lower level. Don't always show me the superstars backstory. I do need that sometimes. I also need to see those vignettes of the characters I'm not that familiar with that aren't always at the top of the, the list. It does give an opportunity for WWE to then give a little bit more background on, we'll talk about this. Well, we're going to talk about it now. It's not the next story, but we'll talk about this. The Cody Rhodes CM Punk backstory. What is that? Show that footage of them in OVW together. Show that footage of them together in in the meantime. Rod, you're not buying that? I got all the CM Punk on my TV screen that I need. I'm just, I'm again speaking for myself here, Jim. I understand that I'm, I'm in the, I'm in the minority on CM Punk, but I got plenty of CM Punk. But yeah, you might be right there. Okay, so let's talk about the promo, and then I want to get back to this deal because there's another huge thing that we need to talk about as well. But CM Punk, Cody Rhodes came in, did a nice promo, uh, had a lot of back and forth, and it really culminated with CM Punk saying, "I'm more of the American Dream than you are." And then Cody Rhodes saying, I am more CM Punk than you are. And I thought that was really good between the two of them. Setting up for a great match between the two sometime. Uh, they're obviously going to have a, a, a fight in the Rumble. Chris, are, did this did this move the needle for you at all? Someone who doesn't know CM Punk as much. Um, 
not much, but that's part of me wondering what they're doing with Cody. They're obviously not moving Cody towards the belt or a challenge against Roman anytime soon. If now they have a thing with Cody, so, or with CM Punk. So it, I guess it makes me a little bit more interested, but I don't know any kind of history that they had before in that other division that you guys call the janitorial division. I believe it is. Uh, don't, completely don't put different. Jim in there. Don't put Jim in there with me. Completely I'm different. Uh, so I, they, 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 they were not, they were talking about OVW, which used to be NXT, if you will, Chris in WWE, it was just their, their farm system on a very low level. Um, that's what they were talking about that. Not in, they, they weren't really talking too much about AEW and I don't, their paths, paths really didn't cross very much at all. And CM Punk in couldn't AEW. behave himself and keep employed at AEW very long. Well, Cody also left um before that so smart move by um, cody though become the biggest baby face that wwe have seen in a long time so good move so, by code man so right now i think of the top three stories I, I i think it's safe to say wwe netflix has been number one but i think uh, uh, out of the two you is the pete dunn story bigger than the cm punk cody promo is that what i'm hearing from you guys for me it is for me it is i love me some cody Rhodes, and i mean i understand his absolute power as the number one mega baby face and how that is a huge thing and how that moves young people and merchandise and the whole nine yards and you're on the cover of video games and they literally just promote that you're going to get in the ring and talk to somebody and you're a big yeah. deal so i mean great for cody Rhodes and cm punk but i just i will admit though jim their promo their promo skills are top notch man I, I i was totally bored by the fact that they were going to get in there i had no idea what they were going to say I still thought it was a bit forced that CM Punk was mad by the end of it. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, somebody had to get mad, and we had to have some of sort of a standoff. But with the flip of, I'm CM Punk, and no, 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 I'm the American Nightmare. I enjoyed that flip. But I just, I don't like CM Punk. I'm sorry. I don't. I apologize. Nope, nope. Okay. I'm going to disagree, because I don't know Pete Dunn. They didn't give me a two-minute vignette to show me the history of Pete Dunn. All right, so he is last on this list. Give me the Cody okay. and CM Punk story before that. But you saw him in there trying to break people's fingers, right, Chris? That's all you need to know about Pete Dunn. That's what he does. He tries to break <laughs> people's break fingers. People's he fingers. tries to break their, you know, their arms. Yeah, he jumps on people. <laughs> the Rock was a part of this announcement, too, with Netflix. And I can say The Rock because he now owns the name. The Rock got $25 million, I believe, worth of stock that will be given over the next uh, several months. I think it's $7 million every few months. He is on the board of directors for TKO now. He is, they are merged. They are, they are a partnership now. You're going to see a lot more Rock around promoting things. He's probably going to wrestle as well more. Rod, this cements him as mania, him and Roman, right? I'm not willing to say anything about mania right now. We have so many directions we could go. We haven't even yes, touched on my guy that I'm wearing the shirt for in honor of his tough night on Monday night, right? There's still a thing to be decided with him. There's still a women's match that could bubble up out of nowhere and be a big deal in one of the main events. So I, I have absolutely no idea what's happening in mania. And that has me quite intrigued because, uh, I would have told you four or five days ago, Seth Rollins was not even going to fight at WrestleMania. And now I'm supposed to tell you he might fight Gunther. So, I mean, just anything is possible. <laughs> Chris, The Rock having his name, I think it helps him a lot with his promo for movies and everything like that. It helps the relationship. Uh, do you think this? we see The Rock at WrestleMania now? Yeah, listen, 
One thing I know is when people have an ownership stake in something, they put a little bit more heart and soul into it, maybe more so than they would their loyalty to whatever production company oh, is so making that's their movie. Why you never promote this podcast. We need to give you ownership. He just let us in on this. The fact that he just hey, works. If you us, want the debt, promote. if you want the debt for this podcast, come on in, Skippy. Come I'm on say, down. I am expecting to see the rock more at WWE events, which means now I am changing my tune about WrestleMania. I want to see the rock and Roman at WrestleMania with the belt on the line. And I want to see the rock, take it from reigns, getting the head of the table and ending up losing it in SummerSlam or something like that. You're choosing violence right now. And I like it, Chris, Uh, you're wrong on every level for sure. Um, but that's okay. Uh, listen, I cannot imagine that they're not going to do Cody and Roman, but I don't think they're going to do Cody and Roman. And I, that's going to hurt. That's going to hurt my heart. It really is. Uh, you cannot take the belt off of Roman. We'll talk about that here in a minute as well. Uh, I think they're going to go with, with rock and rain for the, for the championship. But Rod, do you see the rock winning? No, listen, you guys all go ahead and keep believing that The Rock is going to fight at WrestleMania, all right? Because there was a sizable chunk of the WD universe, WWE universe that thought he was going to fight at WrestleMania LA last year, and then that never happened. So the WWE has a long history of pulling the rug out from underneath its fans. So I completely see opportunity for an all-time deke here. They're going to give us Rock, Rock, Rock. They're giving us the behind the scenes, Rock's ownership, Rock has his name back, and then magically he just comes out and says, welcome to WrestleMania, and that's all he does. So if Rock has one final match, he wants it at WrestleMania. I mean, he does. But what if Saudi Arabia comes and Saudi Arabia says, hey, WWE, instead of $60 million for this show, we're going to give you $100 million. Oh, Rock, by the way, we're going to give you $25 million you alone to come and wrestle your final match in Saudi Arabia this year. The rock needs to think about that now. Cause as he said in an interview, he's got to think about the shareholders. Now he's got to think about the company now. Cause he's on the board of directors, Rod. Yeah, he certainly has proven to be a smart businessman, right? He's making a little bit of money on tequila. He certainly had a, a profitable proper partnership with under armor there for a little while as well right he has helped merge the xfl and the usfl and help secure a better tv deal for them and probably making that a bigger deal he's made movies that were terrible but yet they somehow made money right i mean somehow black adam still made money and he made that jungle cruise movie and he did the terrible monstrosity jumanji 2 which chris thought was a movie so good it deserved to be drafted in our comedy movie podcast but you have to go back in the catalog here on this very podcast feed to find out what I'm talking about with that one. So I believe the rock has a bit of the Midas touch when it comes to things he puts his hands on. So you're right from that aspect, Jimmy, but I still, I still just worry an awful lot about the possibility of bring it all the way up to the finish line and shake it for everybody, but don't actually give it to him. I really just still worry about that. Well, I'd be okay with that. I know Chris, uh, Chris would, would definitely hate that. He wants to see the rock and Chris. Remember I had your back on Jumanji. I've watched that movie 50 times. It's great. I love it. Yeah. Right. It's that, that stat wrong all the time. Jumanji is a great movie. And I'm talking about the first one that they did together. It's the second Jumanji, but it's the first one they did together. Not their second one that they did. Both Jumanji. Uh, 
<laughs> or all three of them or whatever. Who cares? I have I have a serious question for you, Jim, because you bring this up a lot. Question. Sure. You seem dead set on Cody finishing his story against Roman at WrestleMania only. Why is it that that's the only way that Cody can finish his story? Because he, first of all, he never main evented um, his, his dad, Dusty Rhodes, never main evented a WrestleMania, never held that championship. This is the culmination of his entire family. His brother, Dustin, terrific career as gold dust in wwe right but it was a gimmick all right he cody rhodes wasn't anything for a long time they didn't see anything you made him stardust this is just the biggest stage and the biggest career and main eventing and winning the championship at wrestlemania says you've done it you've reached your peak you've done it SummerSlam. Ain't WrestleMania. Remember that. It's not. Well, Chris, so, Jimmy, let me take a shot here, Chris. All right. Let me let me tell it to you this way. All right. Would you get mad at Dale Earnhardt Jr. for wanting to win the Daytona 500? Would you get mad at Tyrese Halliburton of your blessed Indiana Pacers for wanting to win the NBA Finals? Of course you wouldn't, right? Would you get mad at Anthony Richardson for wanting to win the Super Bowl? No. Cody Rhodes wants to win WrestleMania because that's the biggest deal in his sport. Yeah, oh, I get that. Everybody wants to win at WrestleMania, headline WrestleMania, win the title yes. at WrestleMania. Yes. All right. But you have tried to teach me that to watch out for Deeks in the WWE. What's to say that the WWE ever gives Cody this chance? Well, and that's why it was that's why it's very important that last year he should have won the damn thing because they gave him the chance then. Because you may never get that chance again. You're right. You are right. He may never get that chance again. When CM Punk in that promo, and Rod, this was terrific of him. He said, hey, guess what? You've got a superstar who's not been around for a long time. That he's bigger than you and better than you. And he just came back. Everyone was thinking The Rock. He turned it on. So CM Punk did a great job with that one. But this happened to CM Punk as well. And he was on his way. He was doing great. Rock beat him for the championship. Rock went on to WrestleMania against John Cena. Literally happened exactly like that at the Rumble, by the way. So it could never happen again. That's why it's important to get it done. Because if it doesn't happen this year, I don't think it's going to happen. Or guess what else? He could blow out his MCL and PCL a couple of weeks before he's supposed to have a big match. And then everything goes up in smoke. So I get what you're saying here, Jimmy. But I have continued to say on this podcast, I am not mad at continuing the excruciatingly long journey for Cody. I get what you're saying that, you know, he could be, you know, done with an injury at any point, but I'm not against the excruciating long journey, right? The, the odyssey I brought up last week, Cody is, uh, is, uh, Odysseus. Is that, is that who's in the odyssey? I don't know. All I could think of was Homer, but that's the guy that wrote it. Chris, come on. You, you know, yeah, Chris was there. Odysseus. he was with him, right? No, I just helped Homer write it. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, speaking of excruciating, Seth Rollins. Not a good time for an injury, but the second he walked out on Raw, I was like, okay, good, he's going to wrestle. Um, and, you know, it's an MCL, it's a tear. There may be some other stuff in there as well. Uh, he's going to have to really just not do anything for a while, and I'm glad they didn't take the belt off him because Reigns hasn't wrestled, you know, in a while either. Um, 
having Gunther come out was a curveball. I'm not going to lie, because I actually thought it would have been a great time to have Priest try to cash in and lose. And then Seth says, I'm fine and everything like that. Um, But we're going to get Rollins, and I think we're going to get Rollins Punk at Mania. I think that's what's going to happen. Uh, Rod, you must be very excited that your boy's going to wrestle at WrestleMania. Ooh, man, we had uh, we had candles being lit over here at the Morgan household. We were doing we were doing Hail Marys. We were doing our fathers. We were we were on pins and needles over here waiting for medical reports to come back. Had my Seth Rollins socks on, had my second different Seth Rollins shirt on yesterday in honor of my guy. And like you, Jimmy, when he walked out there, I was like, okay. I was like, if if he was going to be done for, we'd just not see him. And then they'd have like a special announcement. You know, hey, sorry, Seth Rollins is hurt. He's going to be off for a little while. Then the belt would have been given to somebody else. And then that would have just been terrible. It would have made for a great WrestleMania, I suppose. But it would have been good for me, a huge Seth Rollins fan. So happy to see that my guy is going to be able to compete at WrestleMania. Love Gunther. Not excited that maybe I'm now going to not love Gunther if he tries to come at my guy. But uh. I guess CM Punk and Seth Rollins will be great because I'd love nothing more than to see my guy Seth Rollins dominate Damian Priest. Because as we heard the stat, I believe Seth Rollins has only been pinned three times in something like a year. So, I mean, my guy's on an absolute huge winning streak. So go ahead and bring CM Punk's scrawny, gray-haired ass on and Seth Rollins will take him down too. Chris, how did this go for you? Were you at all, did you at all think that he was done? I am still going to be shocked if he wrestles at WrestleMania. All right. Okay. Those those tendons aren't guaranteed to heal that quickly. You know, I'm I'm sorry. That's a major injury. We see football players stay out a year to recover from those types of injuries. So, like, I will still be shocked. I think he will do everything in his power to come back by WrestleMania. And for his sake, I hope it's not against Gunther. Because I think Gunther will just destroy Rollins at WrestleMania and take over the heavyweight title and have his run there. Have his three-year run. Okay. Yeah, I Um, think you got to give Gunther... Listen, are we doing a prediction for the Rumble yet? Are we doing that tonight? Well, yeah. Okay. So calm down. I'm the producer. I'm I'm the host. I'm just getting excited. Know your role. Shut your mouth now. Uh, speaking of which, that's actually a terrific uh segue here because we're going into our Royal Rumble preview. So, this is a Royal Rumble that only has two matches besides the Rumbles announced for it, which is really slim even for a Rumble, but one of the matches is a four way. Let's talk about the Kevin Owens Logan Paul feud right now. I think Kevin Owens Logan Paul have been on a terrific job back and forth on the microphone. They are going to probably steal the show. Um, there's going to be a big, there's going to be some big things in the rumble, but the rumble is the rumble. It's going to be terrific. Anyway, they're going to have a terrific match and Logan Paul will come out victorious, uh, after it's over rod, who you got? I want to first off say that I'm incredibly excited for this Royal rumble. You are not wrong. When you say the Royal rumble is the Royal rumble. It's always exciting. There's always going to be fun things. People you don't expect. So of course, but I mean, I just really do believe there is such a pool of people who could be legitimate, understandable winners. And I just don't know if we've had that particular scenario every year for the Rumble. Sure, we always have excitement. Sure, we love the entrances, 30 different ones. Entrances are half of what's great about the WWE. So the Royal Rumble packs it all in there for you. But I still think you could give me a Gunther, a Cody, 
a CM Punk. You could give me a Damian Priest, right? You could give me a, you know, somebody that we don't think of. You could give me a Big E coming back and winning this thing, right? There's any number, there's any a number of people that I would think, okay, I believe that. So I'm excited for this Royal Rumble and Kevin Owens as my guy, my podfather, my hero, Bill Simmons has said numerous times, Kevin Owens is basically paid to look like he's going to win and then lose. So Jimmy, you are absolutely 100% correct that Logan Paul will be beating Kevin Owens here at Royal Rumble. And it probably will have two to three viral moments that people will be talking about. And then all of the news sites will glom onto it because Logan Paul means more than them than Kevin Owens does. But then people will be like, hey, look at this dude, Kevin Owens. He looks like the guy who just fixed my sink. I can't believe he can do that. Yes, he can. And for those of you watching right now, throw uh, throw some uh, predictions in the chat. Who you got? Kevin Owens, Logan Paul. Who's going to win the four-way? And who you got in the Rumbles? Throw it in there. We'll talk about it here. Chris King, please pick my boy. Come on now. Yeah, I'm going Kevin Owens. All Let's right? go. Thank for, you, Chris for, King. For, Thank for you mul- so much. For multiple reasons. One, we... We have a couple other championship belts that don't get wrestled very often. We don't need another one and Logan Paul keeping this belt longer. All right. I want to see belts on the line more. I want to see champions wrestling more. Uh, so let me see that. And and two, I don't like Logan Paul. I'm not going to root enough. for him. Give me Kevin Owens. That's awesome, dude. Like Jimmy, I, 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 I love I, how Chris I, asked ahead. you earlier in the podcast. He says, Jimmy, why do you care where Cody Rhodes wins his belt? But then Chris comes back and says, I need more belts wrestled for. So we all have our arbitrary things that we need, Chris. All yes. right, stop giving Jimmy a hard time. And I do love the fact that Chris really does come at this as a fan. I don't like Logan Paul. I want Kevin Owens to win. I'm going to pick Kevin Owens to win. I, I like all kidding aside, I'm not, I'm not joking. I'm not being sarcastic. I really appreciate that about you because it does really, it brings me back. It's like, you know what? Hell yeah. Let's go KO. Screw it. I'm changing my vote. I don't care. Kevin Owens. He's going to win. I don't care. Listen, I'm so far behind in our picks. You don't even update it anymore. I've fallen so far no, behind in this no. picks, just like I have in our wins pool in our, uh, our oh. balls and brew fast break. I I'm don't even kidding. have to tally my wins anymore. And I'm still fine. Uh, fatal four way match. We have Randy Orton. L A night. Yeah. Maybe Jimmy, when are they wrestling this? Is this going off first? Is this going off between the two rumbles or are they going to put this at the end? When's this getting wrestled? No, this will not go at the end unless the ring's going to break like it did in, in, in the Mark Henry, uh, uh, Kurt angle match. Um, I've gone back and forth on this cause I think they might do the women. The women's rumbles going to go on before the men's rumble. The men's rumble has to be last. And I don't see anybody coming back that would, would make anything, relevant in the women's match right so men's is going on last i see this it's either the women's rumble first or this first i think this is going to go first yeah women's rumble uh, that's going to be a big letdown women's rumble first ko second this match third this is going to go third i think it's going to go third chris when do you think yeah i think it Yeah, I think you're right. I think the men's rumble has to go last, so I would put this right before the men's rumble. You right. talked me into first. Unless Jimmy. Logan Paul has to go first. somewhere. Unless Logan Paul has to go somewhere, Rod. That's a good point. Logan Paul sort of is the new Brock Lesnar. Get him in and get him out, especially if he's not yeah. going to be in the rumble this time. But uh, you talked me into it going first, Jimmy. I like the idea of the okay. tribal chief fighting first. And I think also that match sets up a whole lot of what goes on in the rumble, right? I think they kind of definitely... There's no way it's going to go on after, even though I asked that, because they want to know the outcome of this match before we figure out who's going to be the winner of the Rumble. Well, and then some of these guys could go in the Rumble as well. Rod, let's take your prediction. Who's going to win? 
who's going to get pinned? Well, the who's going to get pinned is incredibly easy. And if all three of us don't have AJ Styles for this answer, then we are just not doing our job right. AJ, you were thought of. I love your new black jeans. I am someone who has not worn jeans in over a decade. I'm not personally a jeans wearer myself, but I love a guy in just plain black jeans. So AJ, shout out to you. LA Knight, my guy, I love you. But we got to start being honest with ourselves about the pops that LA Knight is getting when he's coming to the ring now. A lot of that has to do with the storyline that he's kind of just tacked onto this. And nobody believes really that he's going to come out the winner in this match. But you want to talk about you don't want to be where DIY is right now with basically zero reaction happening when you hit the ring, even for a pop in. And then just a couple levels above that is where our guy L.A. Knight is right now. And you don't want to be where the announcers are talking. You're such a big deal, but nobody sees it in the crowd reaction. And we're starting to get that gasm for that gasm, that chasm for L.A. Knight. And I don't like that for our boy. So I can't pick him. I think it comes down to either the legend killer or Roman Reigns. And for as long as I've done this podcast, you are making money if you bet on Roman Reigns. So I will yeah. do it again. I think I think with Logan Paul winning, LA Knight to get him back up would be a terrific WrestleMania opponent for him and win the belt there. So I like that because you are right. And Chris, we've seen it. L.A. Knight's the top of the ladder, and now just because people know he's not going to win. He already had the match against Roman. He already had the win taken away from him. Chris, who do you got here, and who's going to get pinned? So I have thought a lot about this just during this episode, realizing The Rock has ownership in the WWE. All right, so now I am of the belief that I'm going to see The Rock either a, enter the Royal Rumble by surprise in, in a big twist at number 30. Good. Uh, or end up with a beef against Roman for WrestleMania. All right. So my first thought is still going to stick with we're going to see the Rock and Roman at WrestleMania. So that means I am taking the Viper pinning AJ Styles for the belt here. So the rock can still be the first guy that's pinned Roman in forever. So Randy Orton is pinning AJ Styles for the championship and Roman Reigns will not get a rematch because he's not going to be at elimination chamber. Interesting. Before WrestleMania. That's the thing there. You got to look at that. Why, why no rematch before mania? I like that though. I like that. I don't hate it. It can never happen. Yeah. I don't hate it, and it makes an awful lot of sense when Chris lays it out here, but there's just there's no way, Jim. There's just no way. They can't end Roman this way. They just can't do it. But what Chris laid out does make sense. I don't want to seem like I'm belittling him here, but we just can't end Roman that way. Honestly, they've got 15 years, $500 million a year. They can do whatever they want now. They really can. I don't think Triple H is going to do that. Roman Reigns is going to pin AJ Styles. I think that's what's going to happen. Now, it could be you know some chicanery in there or whatever. Uh, but I could think be chicanery. Come on. There's no rules in a fatal four way. There's definitely going to be. And chicanery. that's the issue. That's what my favorite thing. Solo Sokoa can just be in the match. There are, there's no DQ. There's no count out. Just be there and wrestle. What are they going to do? Throw you out. Come back in. You've been thrown out before. You can come I was back gonna in. Say, we, we've seen solo get thrown out before and come back in a hoodie and foil WWE security. So yeah, why not just go ahead and jump in the match? All right. Women's rumble. I need your last two and I need your winner. 
Um, and then if you have any surprises that you think are going to come in, we can we can throw that in too. And I'll go first because I threw the surprises thing at you last. I think we're going to see Mickey James come in for sure. Uh, Nick Ellis's wife, uh, she was in it a couple years ago uh, as the knockouts champion from uh, now it is TN, uh, TNA again, Impact Wrestling. So I think Mickey James is going to be back uh, for sure in there. I think Becky's going to win. And I think the last two are going to be Becky and Nia. So I, I think that's the that's the story we have. Um, I want Becky to win the matchup. Rod, you hate that. I just hate Nia Jax, just like everybody hates. Oh, Nia agreed. Jax. No question. But, you know, I mean, that's why Becky's promo where she said, "Literally, everybody out here and everybody back there hates you," and Nia basically just had to stand there and take it. So like, yeah, my my surprise return for the Royal Rumble is Little Miss Bliss. All right, Alexa Bliss oh. has just been off. She has already had the baby. I mean, certainly she could stay home as long as she wants to. Everyone is entitled to that. 100%. But she, but she is. she's had enough time now, I believe, where she could come back and do, you know, a couple of minutes stint in the Rumble. She doesn't even like necessarily that. have to come back and start wrestling immediately after the Rumble. But tell me that Alexa Bliss's music hitting is not going to get a little bit of a pop. So give me Alexa Bliss as a surprise return for the Rumble. And my final two in the Rumble are Becky Lynch and... Nijax. I hate that I'm doing this, Jimmy. I'm Jim Risk yeah. too often. I'm Jim Risk too often, but I'm I'm with you. It's gonna be Nijax. And because I just I don't see uh, you could convince me that Bailey might be there, maybe, but I just think I more... like that idea. I do like that idea a lot of Bailey winning and then ch- and challenging uh EO. So all right, Chris, who you got? All right, so my biggest surprise in the Women's Royal Rumble will be Nikki Cross actually moving and and doing some wrestling moves in the ring. Okay. Um, I actually like the idea of seeing Bailey and Becky as the last two in the ring. Um, I think there's a lot of people that don't like Nia Jax and they may all team up on her and send her over the rope. Okay. So you think Becky and Bailey will be the last two. Yep. And I think Becky, the man will win. Jimmy, let me ask you a question because Chris just brought her name up and I probably would have forgot this had he not just brought her name up. But did we, did we, or did we not see another weird, just Nikki cross walking on the catwalk okay all right they never went back to it and they never said anything about it but i was like that was nikki cross walking back there wasn't it yes when guess when they started that by the way guess when they started this this nikki cross being weird last year this time november of 2022 (laughs) they have not done a damn thing not a damn thing Nikki Cross kind of like Ben Simmons, continuing to get paid by the WWE, but not actually doing anything. Just kind of showing up every once in a while and wearing outfits the way Ben Simmons does on the sidelines for the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, literally not having to move for her paychecks either. Oh, I just I just came up with something here. I what about Liv Morgan, Jimmy? What do we think of Liv Morgan still too I hurt? I thought you were going to go Liv Morgan. I don't know I how, think she's what her still too hurt is. though, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's like lives pretty uh, active on social media and I've not seen a lot out of her recently and kind of always get the feeling that like when you're injured and like we just can't you can't do much that they just kind of go away from social media a little bit. So I don't know, yeah. but I'd love to see some live her music. She and Lana have been, been well. best friends. Shout out to Lana, by the way, getting more. <laughs> she almost died from a splinter uh, staph infection. So shout out to her, CJ Perry. Um, 
We have the Men's Royal Rumble. My last two. Uh, I stole a little Christmas Thunder here, but my last two are Cody Rhodes and The Rock. And my winner is Cody Rhodes. I think Cody Rhodes throws The Rock out. And I think he goes to WrestleMania. And I think Booker T is a surprise. Surprise last year. He's a surprise every year. That's an easy one. (laughs) Jimmy, is Big E ever wrestling again? I don't think so. Or he could, but I don't think it's going to be this soon. I really don't. I hope it. I hope. Hey, pick him. I hope so. I'm not going Uh, to because I don't think he's going to wrestle because I still think we have some worries with that neck. But he's just been around still doing a lot of promo stuff for him and things of that nature, showing up the Big 12 game and all that. So. All right, how about this uh, surprise? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll do an, an, an Braun Breaker will, will be in the the Royal Rumble this year. Braun Breaker from NXT, not as fun, but it'll be. Uh, Rod, who you got? Last two winner and surprises. My surprise entrant in the Rumble: Burn the ships, baby. Let's bring him back, Baron Corbin. Come on, my guy, put him in the Rumble. Oh, Get him out there, that. absolutely burn some people out for a while. I love Dig it. it. Carmelo Hayes, they're trying to push as a WWE guy, so he's going to be in there. Him and Baron have had some matches before, so we can get a little bit of heat between them. You know, love seeing our guy back, right? You know, give me Baron Corbin. That's uh, that's my personal animus there. I've said Cody for weeks now is going to win back-to-back Rumbles, putting him on par with Stone Cold, Hogan, many of the other greats, the Illuminatis of the WWE. So give me Cody there, and I think Cody is going to throw out Brock Lesnar, because I'm not going to name him as a surprise entrant, because of course he's going to be in there. But I think oh, Cody's yeah. going to throw out Brock Lesnar. Okay. I don't think The Rock is in the Rumble. Yeah, I don't either, but I like the idea. So why the hell not? Chris. All right. For one, I say that if we see Roman pin AJ Styles in that match, we'll see The Rock in the Rumble. I think okay. that's going to be our telltale sign. Okay. But since I still think Rock won't be there till WrestleMania, um, let me ask you this. Is Solo Sokoa in the Rumble this year? Oh, yeah. I don't know if he's... He probably will be. Okay. Then our surprise guest will be John Cena. Okay. Oh! Yeah, okay. Okay. We'll okay. get a little bit there. Um, I think the last two that will end up in the ring are going to be CM Punk and Gunther. And I think Gunther throws CM Punk over the ropes. That really throws a wrench into Mania plans then. Wow. So you think Gunther then is going to go after the, the title? Okay, so I love this. All right, and we I know we got to go, but I, I put these the, the this time frame on, so I don't care. Um, So you think Gunther is going to go against CM Punk. You think The Rock is going to go against uh, Roman Reigns. I, okay, like so I think I think Gunther is going to throw out CM Punk in the Rumble, so Gunther can fight I meant Rollins. Seth Rollins. I'm sorry, I meant Seth Rollins. Sorry. Yeah, Gunther and Rollins at WrestleMania, and The Rock versus Roman at WrestleMania. So Punk and Cody then together, you think? Yeah, Punk. they're already starting it. Here's Your boy at WrestleMania fighting for a non-belt, Jimmy. That's going to kill you. Oh, that's going to kill both of them. I mean, it's so funny, but I love it because it's what both people came back for. They didn't get, so they're just going to go against each other. I do kind of like that. That's hilarious. That I do not think will happen. However, Rod, it's would still be a good WrestleMania. I mean, that's the thing. It would be a really good WrestleMania still. 
listen again i continue to say that anytime you put gunther in a match you're gonna have a good match so i mean again i wanted our guy raised up the belt and here's the thing i don't agree with chris here but i have started to let myself think of what if we entered a scenario where gunther has the intercontinental belt and whatever other big time belt he wants for a little while right we have like him a roll warrior with that. thing yeah. yeah yeah we have him roll with that for a little bit then he finally just decides to give up the intercontinental title belt, right? Like he just it's even more of a heel it. move. They strip him of it. Yeah, he well, then, then that's fine it. too. But yeah, yeah I just I, I kind of like the idea of Gunther. Like I rolled through the intercontinental belt, held it for over a year, didn't actually lose it, won the Royal Rumble, got myself another belt, and look at me now. You know what I mean? Like I just that's you. I talk all this time about you need to make somebody else a big deal. That makes Gunther a big deal. That does. I love it. And who I deserves it. it more than the guy that we voted on as being the wrestler of the year for the WWE last year? Yeah. All right. He won the Yeah, We Know He's. He deserves some recognition. He holds the record for the longest match or survival in a Royal Rumble already. Give him the Royal Rumble win. One more name I want to throw out there as someone who might be a surprise in the men's Royal Rumble that you two are going to hate and not know, and I don't care. Kazuchika Okada, who is the best wrestler in New Japan, is a free agent. And gentlemen, he's good. He's real good. But he could go to AEW as well. You never know. And with that, he ain't the best in the world then if he goes to the Janners League. All right. But I saw your boy Meltzer going on and on and on about this guy the other day, saying that hands down, he's the best wrestler in the world. So I saw all that. So fine. You want to be the best wrestler in the world? Kozaganawa, whatever your snaking name is, come to where the big boys play. Don't go wrestle the janitors. Goodbye, Net. Yeah. <laughs>